In Hazur's khutbah yesterday, he gave the entire khutbah on the Islamic teaching of Barda. And you know, many of these teachings of Barda, especially the ones he elaborated on in the khutbah, related to women and the way women dress and why women do Barda in their specific way. Yet Hazur also elaborated on how a man does Barda in today's society as well. And in the sermon, he talked about, he talked about how a Muslim, empty Muslim male, is supposed to do barda in the society. And he mentioned how in the Quran, it first gives the command to men to lower their gaze. It first says to men that you must lower your gaze. And then it gives a command to women to also lower their, lower their gaze and dress in a certain way. And when it comes to lowering our gaze in society today, as empty Muslims, as empty Muslim males, how do we lower our gaze? Hazur mentions that in his khutbah as well. <coughs> He mentioned how this means that we don't watch, and there's three things he said. And we're gonna talk about all three things. One number one, he said was, stop watching things that can incite certain passions in you. So don't watch bad movies, bad films, whether it's pornographic, whether it's things on TV that incite these feelings in you. Number two, he said, stop mixing with genders. You know, that's the second way in which you lower our gaze, is not mixing with the other gender, because that incites passions in you as well. And he said, number three, this also pertains to online activity. You know, chatting with girls on Facebook. You know, this is also a way in which you mix with the other gender and your ghazibasr, your lowering of gaze goes down. So these are the ways in which as empty Muslim males, we should be lowering our gaze in society. Now I know last week Imam Rizwan, Rizwan gave a dars on, you know, the way we lower our gaze, pornography, and how this is a shameful act and how this is something that you know, events like this are there to, uh, in a way in which we can output our energy, the excess energy we have. This is one of the outlets we have to expel that energy. And this is why we do this. I wanted to continue that discussion today. The one he started last week, continue the discussion on pornography and, you know, move it towards dating and how these things affect us. And continue this discussion in the sense that not only do we have these events that help us excel or, or output that energy, but also towards a discussion of truly deeply understanding how these things are harmful for us and the effect that these things have on our psychology and on our future. You know, Hazrat Masimo writes in a lecture Lahore, he says the reason we commit sin is because we don't truly know the full impact that the sin has on us. You know, we don't know how a sin can harm us. For example, he says, if a person knows a fire will burn him, he'll never put his hand in the fire. But because you know it'll burn you, you don't put your hand in there. You know, so in that same way, the reason we commit sin is because we don't fully know how a sin can harm us. So we go ahead and do it thinking it's not a big deal, it won't harm us, nothing bad will happen. But the reality is if we know how badly these things harm us, we would never go anywhere near these things. So this is one of those things that aside from holding these kind of events, aside from knowing you know, how this is a way in which we can output excess energy, we also need to know why pornography is bad for us. What is the effect it has on us? You know, why is dating bad for you? What is the effect that excessive mixing with, the, with girls is bad for you? And once we realize how this exactly harms us, this helps us stay away from those things. You know, it's one thing to have these events, but if you don't know why it's bad for you, you're always gonna have the question, why can't I do it? You know, why can't I watch porn? Why can't I go and date girls? And if you continue to have these questions, no matter how many basketball events you have, no matter how many times you come to the masjid, you'll fall into that sin. So we need to realize how are these things bad for you? Why are they bad for you? How do they affect you? And once we realize this depth of the, of the knowledge and depth of how bad it hurts you, then we can begin to stay away from these things. Then we'll look at it actually as a fire. We won't wanna put our hands into that fire. 
You know, so that's the discussion we now need to have. Now, before having this discussion, I'm going to ask how many of you guys are married? Just raise your hands. <coughs> Just two. How many of you plan on getting married at, at some point in your lives? All of you, right? I hope all of you. So all of you plan on getting married at some point in your lives. And how many plan on having successful marriages? You know, none of you hopefully plans to get a divorce, right? Hopefully none of you plans to have a broken home. You all plan on having successful, happy marriages with your wives, right? So if you want to have a successful marriage in your, with your wife, and you want to build a successful home, there's certain habits we have to have developed within us. There's certain behaviors we have to stay away from. You know, a lot of times when we talk about marriage, we talk about what, how should we act within a marriage. You know, we talk about our mentality going in, but there are certain things that sometimes we do today, before you even get married, that you're already sowing the seeds of the destruction of your marriage. There are certain habits and behaviors that if you get involved in them today, you are dooming yourself to having an unha unhappy marriage, you are dooming yourself to having a failed sex life. And yes, all of you care about your sex life, whether you're having sex or not, whether you're mar married or not, you all care about this. You know, we're males, we all care about this. So there's certain behaviors that if you get involved with today, you will ruin your sex life with your wife. And these are the behaviors that arise from pornography, from dating. You know, these are the dangers that are inherent in these things. For example, let's talk about pornography. Now, and these are issues that have arisen today in outside culture and within Jamaat culture as well. And what happens is when people get addicted to pornography, and this is something that studies and research tell us that this happens, that when you get addicted to pornography, you get addicted to, be to being turned on by certain specific triggers. And you train yourself to only be turned on by specific things. You know, for example, when you continue to watch pornography, you continue to watch these things, even on television, movies, music videos, that turn you on in a specific way, you get trained to only be turned on by what you're watching. By huge breasts, by huge butts, by all of these things. That's what you get turned on by. And inevitably, if this is what you're watching, it's inevitable that you will masturbate. There's no way you watch this stuff and don't masturbate. It's just nature. You know, you're going to jerk off if you watch that stuff, period. There's no debate about that. So you start watching these things, you start jerking off. This is what happens, that you train yourself to have an orgasm in that way. Once you get married, what happens? You're not gonna get married to a porn star. You're not gonna get married to a woman with huge boobs. You're not gonna get married to a woman with a huge butt face reality. You're gonna get married to a real woman. And these problems have arisen in the Jamaat with Khudam and everywhere <coughs> else where pornography is prevalent is that these men get married and they can't get turned on by their wives. Literally, I've heard Khudam come to me and say, I can't get turned on by my wife because I grew up watching pornography. I was trained to be turned on by specific triggers and now I can't get it up for her. And these are the issues that many people have because of watching pornography. You know, when you watch pornography, you're pleasing yourself when you masturbate. And when you please yourself, you, you, you'll train yourself to do it in less than a minute. You know, you've heard of the term minute man, right? Somebody who can reach orgasm in less than a minute. So when you're watching pornography, when you're masturbating, you're going to orgasm in less than a minute. And you're going to train yourself to do that every single time. When you get married and start having sex with your wife, guess what? She's not going to be happy. Because you will have been trained to have finished in less than a minute. And it's very difficult for you at that point to train, untrain that behavior, to untrain how you get turned on, to untrain premature ejaculation. These are the issues that arise in marriages today because of pornography. Erectile dysfunction, premature ejaculation, all of these things happen 
They're proven by studies, it's proven by research, it's proven by real life data. So if you get involved with this, and this is how you sow the seeds of the destruction of your marriage today. You're doing this today and at the same time all of you raise your hand saying you want a successful marriage. But if you get involved in this behavior, you're sowing the seeds of the destruction of your own marriage. You yourself are dooming yourself, if you get addicted to this, are dooming yourself to premature ejaculation, to erectile dysfunction within your marriages, and these things happen. There's actual real life examples of people today who this happens to. So if this is the knowledge that we have, and you know that this is what it leads towards, why would you go near this? You know, this is the knowledge we need to have, that aside from playing basketball and having that excess output of energy, you need to know why this is bad for you, and how this is going to undo the, the, the goal of success you have in your marriages. You know, when we talk of <coughs> dating and mixing with girls and chatting with girls on Facebook, you know, this is again something else that sows the seeds of destruction of your marriage. You know, we talk about sowing seeds, you're wasting your seed, but it's sowing the seeds. When you waste your seed, you're sowing the seeds of your destruction. You know, because what happens in today's society is that everyone out there, yeah, we all mix with the, gen with the, with the girls. And people out there will start dating, and, and that's inevitable. That's what Hazur mentioned in his khutbah, how he mentioned quotes of Wazimsimaud, how when a man and a woman mix, it's inevitable. You're gonna have that attraction, you're gonna end up dating, you're gonna end up having sex. This is what happens. It's human nature, it's built inside you. So when this happens and you get involved in the society in that way, you spend your youth, teenage years, 20s, even 30s, with the revolving doors of boyfriends and girlfriends. This is, just, this is just what happens in our society. Now when you're dating for so long in your life, and when you're dating, what are you training yourself to look for? What are you training yourself to do? You're training yourself to just be with a girl who you have fun with. There's no depth to that relationship as there is in a marriage. You're not living with that person. All you're doing is having fun with that person. And when the going gets rough, gets, guess what happens? You dip out, right? You just dump the girl and move on, or you get dumped and move on. When something happens you don't like, you train yourself to just check out of the relationship. This is what the dating game is all about. You check out as soon as the going gets rough. So by the age of 30, 35, when you want to start thinking about getting married, you've already had five to 10 girlfriends. And you've trained yourself in a way that you can have fun with that person, but there's no real depth there. And when the going gets rough, you've trained yourself to check out of that relationship. And you've trained yourself that every three, four, five years, you have a new girl in your bedroom. So what happens when you finally get married? <coughs> when you finally get married, this is what happens. After three, four, five, six, seven years, I call it the seven year itch, you're gonna get bored of your wife. And the going's gonna get rough. And things aren't gonna be fun anymore. And your instinctive reaction will be to check out of that relationship because you've trained yourself to check out of that relationship. Your instinctive reaction will now be I've been with a girl every five years. I need somebody else new now. What's gonna keep you attached to your wife at that point? You know, you're not trained to be committed to one relationship. You're trained to be committed to a relationship every once in a while. And you're gonna train yourself to check out once in a while. That's why we have broken homes today. That's why we have one of the reasons why marriages fail today. Because everyone's trained to be in a relationship for five years tops, and then you're out. So by getting involved in this as well, by getting involved in the game of dating, you are again sowing the seeds psychologically. You're training yourself psychologically to be involved with a girl only for that amount of time. And then you're gonna dip out and it's done. So once you get married, what's gonna make you think that your marriage is gonna last? Once you get married, what's gonna make you think you'll make that last for sure? That you'll go through the tough times, that you'll, you'll keep it fun? Because you're already training yourself not to. So these are the ways in which pornography, dating, these literally sow the seeds of the destruction of, the, of your future marriage. 
So this is the knowledge that we need to have today heading into marriage, even if you are married or not. This is what we need to know. You know, so we can have basketball events, we can have these outlets on how to expel, expel our excess energy. But unless you know how these things harm you and you have that knowledge of how it harms you, like President Nassim had said, you're gonna go back to these behaviors. So this is the knowledge we need to have. And next time, you know, that urge is there to watch pornography. That urge is there when a naked girl is dancing on television and music video. You need to know that this is how it will harm your marriage in the future. That it's gonna train yourself in a certain way. The next time a girl, pretty girl asks you out or you wanna ask her out, you have to realize that this pattern of behavior turns into a habit. And this is what can and will destroy your marriage in the future. This is the knowledge we need to have and this is what can help us save ourselves in our society and in our marriage and going forward. This is why Hazur mentions these things in his khutbahs. In the New Year's khutbah he mentioned this, in the khutbah yesterday he mentioned this. This is why he keeps mentioning these issues because they are important real world issues we need to come to face with and come to real terms with in the real world. So I pray we all take these things seriously and we realize how certain things harm us and keep ourselves in that, you know, that, that level of sanctity and chastity that Khalifatul Masih and Islam desires of us. Wa akhir dawan alhamdulillah. Jazakallah.